Here is the irony of 2021 in so far. We were headed towards a mall over the weekend and we spotted a gentleman arguing with the security guard. As we drove closer, we overheard the gentleman furiously argue, abuse, push and shove the security guard into saying, I will park wherever I want. And the security guard kept on arguing and saying, Sir, if you park here, the road gets congested. My management has strictly asked me to disallow anyone parking outside. There is parking available in the basement. Why don't you go and park there? To which the gentleman in the car shouted again that, You guys are so exorbitant. You charge 50 rupees an hour for parking. And why should we pay all that? He forcefully shoved the car onto the curb and switched off the car, saying, this is where I will park, do what you can. Fast forward 30 minutes later, we were strolling inside the mall. We found the same family inside a Starbucks cafe. And it occurred to me that here was the same gentleman who was fighting for 50 rupees is now sitting and sipping some of the most expensive coffee that is available in the country. Yes, friends, that is the irony of life. And so it begs the question, with money, with success, do you lose humility? Do you lose the ability to respect others? Join me in this fascinating experience where I explore three such examples of ironies where if you find yourself in similar situations, what would you have done differently? Hello and welcome to the Gyanban experience, a simple talk in the middle of a complex existence. Be it news, views, politics or country, movies, web series or documentary, people, society or culture shock, expression of freedom or mental block. We just do simple talk. If you're the types to sit up and think, then you don't need to blink. You're on the right show. So pick your coffee, monk or Bordeaux. And though we can't unscramble your scrambled egg, it's no round hole in a square peg. So go on and ring a bell to your intelligence to come alive at the Gyanban experience. Take another example. Here is a high net worth individual family living in a plush condominium complex. The gentleman is very well placed in the society. The husband and the wife are, you know, the eat couple as it were. And they're very well networked and people know them as very friendly, very interactive and so on and so forth. In short, they are very popular, very well respected within the community and people love interacting with them. You know, the cynical side of me always, you know, spots these people who are these extra sweet, you know, they're almost diabetic. Uh, they're this extra sweet and extra warm and they pay extra attention to you. And, you know, my bulbs just go off the moment I spot such people. But that aside, what happened later was the domestic help that worked in our house sharing her story that her sister was employed in this other uh, high net worth individuals, eight couples house uh, was underpaid. And I said, how is that possible? She narrated the whole story that her sister was, you know, because of the pandemic, she was earlier a construction site worker and there was no construction happening. So she was looking for a job. Getting an entry into a condominium complex requires a pass and a recommendation or this or that. And it's a whole procedure, a background verification. And she didn't have much documentation and she needed money immediately to 
you know, keep the household afloat. And so while the sister was all registered and had all the paperwork and documentation, she said, I'll vouch for her. So give us some time, uh, about a month or two, and we'll get all the paperwork sorted. But at least keep her, give her some job, let her work. And as it turns out, this it couple hired this domestic help, agreed to pay 3,000 rupees for a month of work. And instead, at the end of not just 30 days, at the end of 40 days, when this lady went and asked for salary, the missus of the house chucked the maid out saying, here is 1,000 rupees, go away and don't come back and don't uh, say that you work here and all that. And this poor woman was devastated that, you know, I worked for 30 days, 40 days and I'm not asking anything that I don't deserve and they had agreed. Yes, I've not got any documentation to prove it. That's how they have almost deceived me. I felt so ashamed that on, on one hand, you can be very cynical and say, well, why didn't you get something, paperwork in order and why didn't you get it written down? And on the other hand, you realize that this could actually be a real case of exploitation. What do you do? And so we asked, do you want us to escalate the matter and put it in some forum and let people know or the authorities of the building know? But as it turns out, they fear retaliation. They're saying, once you let them know, they will the rest of the people won't give me a job. They will think that I'm a troublemaker or whatever and my reputation will get damaged and my sister could get affected. I was so sad these kind of exploitations happen in such you know upper echelons of the society. And so we alerted the authorities notwithstanding, although we said, please keep this as anonymous as possible and please take some accountability. There has to be some accountability. To be fair, there was no paperwork where one could say that, well, you signed up on this you agreed upon that and but then I realized how many of us do really go and hire a domestic help signing like a like an employer to an employee do you give them an appointment letter no that doesn't happen in most cases it's an unstructured unorganized conversation which happens at the doorstep where you know you say okay you work for 10 days and if you if we like you then we'll keep you and then we keep paying and for those families who honor that their commitment uh, there are some wonderful equations and relationships but then there are some examples like this as well where they promise something and then they don't deliver these people come from the marginalized section of the society which they can't stand up and fight and argue and Yes, there are forums. Yes, there are uh, avenues and platforms where, you know, they can express their point of view and action can be taken. Fortunately, a lot of the these things are slowly falling into place. But the amount of stuff that goes unreported is so rampant that it's very sad. And I often wonder that such high net worth individuals, such warm, such, you know, loving people, they have such a ugly, dark side to them. And, and this is evident in many many places the example i gave you about the mall that people worry about paying 50 rupees in parking spending 5000 rupees in a mall is such irony you think of all those people who exercise their power over the underprivileged they exercise their authority abuse their position because people don't hit back and yes there are cases on the other side as well where you know the domestic help has accused the homeowners wrongly there are many cases where the domestic helps have even stolen been kleptomaniacs and so on and so forth so you have to be very careful before you take up a call take up a stance on behalf of someone but i'd like to believe majority of these 
underprivileged people who are trying to earn a living in a very unorganized sector. I mean, think of employing a domestic help in Singapore. You have to send them for medical tests every six months. You have to allow them vacation time to go to their native places. You have to allow a week off. You have to, you know, they treat them as proper employees and therefore uh, not just the wages, if there are any other perks and benefits, it's like a written documentation. And I think we have come to a position in, in India where we should start having some legal documentation in employing a domestic help. But unfortunately, in India, the moment you try to become formal and you organize a particular sector, it faces huge rebellion, resistance. Example number three, piracy. Think about piracy. Think about all those hard drives you have which have illegally downloaded movies stored in them. I know of many, many high net worth individuals who have illegally downloaded movies and stored in their hard drives. At least up until five, seven years back. Now the streaming platforms are little more active and people are able to watch the same movies for 300, 500 rupees a month or thereabouts. And so perhaps piracy has gone down a little bit. But up until four or five years earlier when the streaming platforms were not so active, people felt a sense of pride. You know, two high net worth individuals discussed, hey, I have Microsoft licenses for free. I said, how do you get that? Well, it's available for free if you go to this particular shop or you can just download or crack the code here and you could get the key online if you search here and so on and i would say dude how much do you earn how much do you make you make at least 100x of the cost of that license so if you make say 2 lakhs or 3 lakh rupees a month are you telling me you can't spend 15000 rupees for a license and if it seems too much if you don't see value then why still use it you know people get very sensitive about these issues when you bring it up like this that piracy is nothing but stealing you are stealing somebody else's job somebody else's hard work and why would you not pay for it think of yourself you put in 10 hours at work and expect to get a salary at the end of the month 20 days in a month 22 days in a month you work diligently for 10 hours, 9 hours, whatever. Now, if your employer comes back at the end of the month and says, oops, sorry, can't pay you, how would you feel? Cheated, right? And so, when you cheat somebody down the food chain, why don't you feel as guilty? It's your work, right? Your work is not getting monetarily recognized. So, you feel terrible about it. But when you do the same for somebody else, then you don't feel a thing. Why is this dichotomy? Now, think about the movie industry. You know, uh, Salman Khan, Shahrukh, Amir, Akshay Kumar, they will get paid, right? That 50 crores, 30 crores, 60 crores, whatever the amount, they will get paid. But it's that spot boy who stands with that light on his shoulders for the, you know, focus all day long, or the fanboy, you know, the guys who stand with the fans, so the heroine's hair flies and you can take a slow mo shot or any of these technicians and staff that is there on the sets, they are daily wage earners. If a movie doesn't do well, if the distributors aren't able to sell, then these people don't get 
employment lesser people get employed and more people are unemployed and what happens to these unemployed people these unemployed people face utmost crises day after day they don't have food to eat and once you get to a stage of desperation you who knows you might be inducing someone into crime and then when they commit a crime in the society we come back and condemn the same people who in some shape size or form we were responsible to push in the first place do you see the cycle here how you buying a 50 rupee pirated dvd can cause unemployment which can lead to crime at the other end of the spectrum think of the chaos theory right a small flap of the butterfly at one end of the world can create a tsunami at the other end this is how and what mindset does it reflect of you that here is a person who could well afford 10 licenses of a software product but he would just not buy it we are used to getting things for free so why pay for it what kind of a mindset is that we bargain like crazy you bargain with the tea stall vendor with the vegetable seller with everyone it's it's a part of the culture that you and you bargain because you think you're being ripped off because they must have overpriced it you see the cycle again you you always bargain because you think this costs in my view is 10 rupees but they've charged 30 rupees and you have no basis for that but you just think yeah it is 10 rupees so i will bargain until i can squeeze out every last dime of margin this person will make yet when the same gets done to you you cry foul when your customer squeezes you out saying look unless you give me a discount i will not work with you i'll not give you the order i'll not place the order unless you do a credit for 30 days or 90 days i won't work with you and and so all so so it's become like a whole system everybody squeezing everybody and therefore there is so much of outrage in the system there is unrest there is sadness there is pain in the system and such is the irony that amidst this pain there is so much of money that is being generated you know india is headed to a multi trillion dollar economy that means there are a lot of people who are making a lot of money compare the middle class of 1990s through 2000s to 2010 i'm assuming the middle class or the apple middle class of 2020 is making way more money than their previous counterparts did and so you're making more money but you're more unhappy you're cheating more people you're taking more out of the system than you're giving into the system why is that so the next time when you want to buy a movie go buy a dvd download it legitimately pay money help the economy function legally in the right possible way and the benefit of the same will come back to you right it's a cycle if you do it the right way the right thing will happen to you if you do it the wrong way the wrong thing will happen to you being right is not a project it's a way of life and yes you might be cynical and think that if i am the only joker who's trying to be right and the world is wrong then two wrongs don't make a right you keep doing the right thing that's what evolution stands for that's how you are different from the rest of the world well folks that's all the time i have got for this experience i hope you enjoyed listening to the content as much as i had pleasure of presenting it to you i'd love to hear your take 
on it. If you had any comments, doubts, suggestions, you know, bouquets and brickbats, everything is welcome. Do leave me a message on my social media handles, hashtag Gyanban, that's G-Y-A-N-B-A-N. It could be on Twitter or Facebook. Or send me an email on gyanban at gmail.com. That's G-Y-A-N-B-A-N-N at gmail.com. Love to hear your feedback. And there's a voice link as well. You know, if you go to the podpage.com slash GBX, you will find an icon to record a voice message. It's like a voicemail. You can leave a voicemail for me. And if there are any comments or suggestions, I will try and incorporate them in my next episode. I really hope you like the content that you're hearing. I'm trying to build a small but a niche audience. And so I'd urge you, request you to share this with those set of people who would appreciate similar content. So look forward to speaking with you guys again next week. Till then, stay well, stay safe and and keep listening to the Kanban experience. This is your host GB. Till we meet again. Peace out.